Hello and welcome to episode two of the News Up Mother Brown West Ham podcast, Cumbin on Your Face. And we've got an excellent couple of studio guests. James Longman is back for episode two. Hello. And joining him, comedic actor Tom Davis is here. Hello. Big West Ham fan, literally. A big West Ham fan, yeah. And figuratively. Yeah. He's the biggest man since Romford, <laughs> but in different... Tom, Tom's 6'7". Six, 6'7", seven. Six, seven, yeah. And, yeah. like, height, and Romford's probably 6'7", wide. Yeah. <laughs> but a lump. But athletic with it. But athletic. No, but no. How would you describe yourself to the listeners? Tall, dark and handsome, as I yeah, can't see Yeah, obviously. Definitely. So, way to go. <laughs> big uh, man, small cock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say on Twitter. Oh, on Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> I had a massive argument with my girlfriend about that the other day. She's, like, she's saying that people... Uh, Say to her, oh, has he really got a small cock? <laughs> <laughs> I will say that if I had a small cock, I wouldn't put that I've got a small cock. It's a double bluff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, coming up on today's show, we're going to talk about the Newcastle results. Then we're going to talk about the uh, Cheltenham result and how we're through to the next round, which is excellent. Uh, some transfer deadline gossip. We're going to have Liam Spencer from Irons Views. Uh, we're also going to have a, a guest caller, Andy Milligan, and he's going to talk us through uh, the Newcastle point of view. Um, also, we've got Rob Curran, famous from the first series of the Knees at Mother Brown podcast, as being the man who comes in and knows nothing about football. He's going to be giving us the transfer lowdown. Uh, look forward to that. And finally, we're going to have a, a Stoke preview. So let's start with the Newcastle result, nil-nil. Um, Tom, what, you, were you pleased with that point? You know what, I was at a wedding uh, yeah. and I was sitting put on a table with two other West Ham fans and four Newcastle fans and none of us had any phone reception. So we were all running out trying to get the result <laughs> for yeah. the day. Uh, I was like, yeah, I was really happy with the point. Mm. Up at St James's Bath or, or whatever they call it now. They keep changing that, don't they? Sports Stacked. Direct Arena. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I was, a, a point there is great, I think, for, for yeah. us. I think it was, and I think we, we again, we another clean sheet and I thought we played well. Mm. Uh, James, happy with the point? Yeah, there? really happy. I was, I was thinking about last season when we, uh, we won, won didn't we? Season, yeah. and then we? But no, in the first two matches of the season, we got spanked, didn't we? Second game against Swansea. Yeah. And, we yeah. Did, and it was quite nice. So I was anxious about this match. <laughs> uh, and it's quite nice to get a point, and it's always nice to get a point at Newcastle. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, and, and by all accounts, we had a better team. Yeah, uh, I think from what I heard, we were, we were stronger. Yeah, and you're looking at the stats, I think we had, like, possession and we had more chances than them um, and we missed some sitters yeah you know that so, Nolan would that's it they on. missed at the end yeah it's horrific but that would um, have been uh, an injustice <laughs> yeah, yeah true but we're used to those I think it's good to look solid going away yeah I think looking at this season I think that's a the reassuring thing mm. as it sounds put together what looks like a solid side and yeah I'll take those all, yeah. that, all, all season these nil nils and and Colin's yeah. been a rock, hasn't he? Everyone's yeah. seen how well Colin played in Every, both matches, yeah. actually. Rave reviews for James Collins, yeah, looking really good. I wanted to talk about Alan Pardew. And in the aftermath, he gave an interview to the BBC and said, oh, you know, West Ham have come up here and played long ball. We knew they were going to do that. Is that a bit of a dig? It's like, it's just yeah, seemed I'm, a bit... I mean, I, I'm probably... I mean, like I saw, I'm very... Bi- I don't think we play long ball. No, I don't I think don't. we do at all. I, no. I, any more than they do. Yeah. Or I just think... I think that Sam's unfortunately got that... You know, but yeah. sitting with Newcastle fans, it's a funny thing. And all of them were gutted that they lost Sam as a manager. Mm. Uh, and none of them, you know, that happy with Alan Pardew. I'd, you know, personally, I think Pardew was... Um, he was, was an all right manager for, for us. But I, I, I think that up there... I don't know, I suppose he's having a little dig. Yeah. Um, what, what we, I think it's an easy way out of... of I think we're going to yeah. get... And, that's the thing that riles me, actually, just on a separate note. 
that we we never feature, do we, on Match of the Day? And we never like today. I picked up the Metro on the way to work, right? Yeah. And every other game's in there, and it's a London Metro, and there wasn't even a piece about us our game yesterday, which is another bit. Yeah. And it really riles me. Yeah. Like, generally, it's, there's not many things. I'm a very relaxed person. <laughs> Don't start me on the Metro and the and London coverage. It's, yeah, oh, and it's like, awful. Like, I have a massive thing about an Everton match, and it'll, it'll be like two sentences on West Ham. Yeah. And it's, it's not even like with a fat girl at the disco that everyone's <laughs> taking a piss out of. What we are is just the average girl that walks past and someone goes, oh, what about West Ham this season? Oh, whatever. Do you know what I mean? And it yeah, just, well, no one yeah. ever talks about we're, us. No, we're, we're too like vanilla yeah. to kind of get talked about. Yeah, and I, you know that's why I really hope that Ravel Morrison does do something mad <laughs> at least it will be talked about yeah <laughs> it was punch a, someone in the face yeah I've been, been up in Scotland for the Edinburgh comedy stuff and it's like what you forget about when you go up there is when you buy a paper I mean I love it up there yeah. you always have a good time but when you buy a paper and you turn to the yeah. back pages and it's like eight pages about Celtic Rangers <laughs> and Kilmarnock I'm like oh god <laughs> and it's a long time <laughs> Is, is their transfer news is just... Yeah. It, I mean, it's as a West Ham fan, it, it, you know, you're used to sort of not being linked with people you even know or people you're that excited by. But it's terrible, isn't it? It's like generally like, you know, someone from Aberdeen might be signing for someone like Kilmarnock yeah. and it'll be like 500,000. Yeah. And like, it, it is <laughs> a kick, yeah, Especially yeah. at this time. I think Edinburgh should be in September just because I love the build-up to the Premier League season. So if I'm up in Edinburgh for a week or a month, yeah. it really gets... Really gets grinds my gears. <laughs> um, so going back to Long Ball, yeah. uh, that pissed me off. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon you saying yeah. that, I uh, me because off. that was a dig. And also on the on the come uh, opposition view bit, it was quite interesting reading all the, all the notes about it. And, and a lot of the Newcastle fans were like, if you look at the stats, uh, we played the most long balls last yeah. season than anyone else. Yeah, uh, the Newcastle team, not us. Uh, and you know, they were more negative about Pardew and about what he said mm. and about how they played than they were about us, really, which is yeah. rare. Yeah. Because there's always quite a few digs at us. Yeah. But that were people actually going, look, we're not very good. Yeah. You know, and they're better than us. And that's <laughs> actually quite nice yeah. to hear. Yeah. 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 And the thing about Pardew as well, I think he, the worst football I've seen under uh, under any kind of manager is, was under Alan Pardew. I thought it was worse than uh, yeah, Adam uh, Grant the first couple of seasons in the championship. I think it's terrible. You're, you're looking at a manager who's got Mascarano on the bench for nearly a whole season <laughs> and of it, you know, and not, not playing. What's he them. done? I know, and What's he's, he gone yeah, yeah, he's, he was a very average player who was probably the best player. You know, that, that Argentinian yeah. team that year in that World Cup run. Met, I literally, I mean, I, I worked with a lot of Chelsea fans when that when when that happened, and we we, we signed Masquerade not to go too back far, you know, in history. But that I, I could never get my head around why he didn't play him game in game out, and yeah. they, just from that, I just and he, and he lives up the road from my mum and dad, Pardew, and I used to see him in their local pub. Yeah, and my dad was a different was, woman yeah. every week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone else's wife. Allegedly. 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 Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's get an opposite. Let's get an opposition view from a Newcastle fan. We've got on the phone Andy Milligan, a comedy writer. How you doing, Andy? I'm good, thanks, Chris. How are you? Very, very well. After that point at the weekend, um, what was your opinion? Happy? Mm, yeah, I mean, it was a terrible game, and the the internet, the illegal internet stream that I definitely wasn't watching it on, um, was uh, was really bad as well. But it was yeah, it was bad from the Newcastle point of view. West Ham were quite impressive. I'd say they were probably the better team, and um, yeah, it was just quite depressed. And a lot of people on Twitter and stuff saying that you know, for the first game of the season. I saw a lot of real die-hard fans saying, "Oh God, I've never felt so indifferent or so pissed off um, heading to the first game of the season." Which, considering the way Newcastle has started in the last twenty years, is a pretty impressive statement. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was not good. It won't live long in the memory. I don't think. 
yeah. I hope anyway. Mm. We, we were just talking talking about Alan Pardew then. Obviously, we we had him as, for a while at Upton Park. Well, what are your thoughts on him? Well, I was thinking about this really. I mean, the, the trouble with the trouble for Pardew is the spectre of Joe Kinnear or Joe, JFK, mm. Joe fucking Kinnear, um, <laughs> hangs over him constantly. And like, I actually quite like you know Pardew did by getting us the fifth the season before last. I think he bought himself a sort of at least a season and a half, which I think he deserves. I don't think we should have fired him after last season like a lot of people do. But he is, he's a tough man to like, and I know that from a lot of West Ham fans. My wife loves calling him Alan Partridge, <laughs> um, just because it sounds a bit like Alan Partridge. But um, that's, yeah, that's a, that's a whole other sitcom. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I quite like him. But I think, you know, it's a bit like saying... Um, Fred West isn't as bad as Harold Shipman. <laughs> subjective. It's subjective. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, it's the best of a bad bunch. If Joe is the alternative, then you always want to stick with the current incumbent of the dugout, even if it was actually Harold Shipman. <laughs> and he's available. <laughs> he is. I mean, he's got, he's got a lot more contact in the European game than Joe Kinnear Shipman. <laughs> yeah, and Fred West did give you a lovely dugout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He brings his own dugout. That's the good thing about Fred West. And what what are your thoughts on? Um, obviously, we've kind of swapped managers. We've got Big Sam. Uh, how, how, what what are your feelings about Big Sam and and kind of how he was at Newcastle? Well, he was given a rough ride, and it was as if, as often happens, Newcastle fans were like, "Hey, we're Barcelona, right? We can't have someone who just gets results." And that's a bit of a sort of insane philosophy. I know West Ham have a bit of that with their whole sort of you know home of football club mentality ideology thing, yeah. rearrange those words to make a sense. Um, and I think, I mean, Allardyce is really effective. I would back any Allardyce team to finish above us probably this season. Um, and I, I, I'm afraid to say he's really disliked by Newcastle fans still. Um, and I'm not really sure why. I mean, he's huh. a, a hard man to love, but, you know, he clearly knows what he's doing. And... Um, yeah, I think he'd be pretty impressive in a fight as well. So I'd probably tell him I really liked him. <laughs> and we, Andy, you and I always joke about a kind of West Ham and Newcastle park, passing over a baton of who's the more joke club. Uh, we always do something really embarrassing. Then you do something embarrassing. I mean, the Sports Direct Stadium kind of uh, took, I think you took the baton back. Um, we did, but it was particularly impressive that it took uh, Payday Lenders Wonga <laughs> to take over <laughs> as the sponsors, and then to, because for those of people who don't have quite the myopic Newcastle knowledge that I tragically do, Ashley called it Sports Direct Arena, and then when Wonga became our sponsors, they, as part of that, they got the naming rights to the stadium, so they put it back to St James's Park, so it is officially St James's Park at the minute, but it's yet another... Shipman West dichotomy. <laughs> sports Direct and Wonga. You know, you don't want to be in bed with either of those two people. Um, you would do a lot of shiny sportswear if you were in bed with one of them. But yeah, <laughs> it's just not good. So yeah, tragic. We definitely got the bat on at the minute, and I've got a good feeling that we'll keep it on May at least. I don't know. We're just, we're just. We always say it feels like it's going all right at the minute. So it could, <laughs> it could come now. back at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm starting to think that there might be more than one bat on. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Cheers, Andy. Thanks very much for joining us. Thanks, Good luck for the rest Cheers, of the season. Andy, thanks, man. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Bye. Cheers, Andy. Excellent. That was Andy Milligan, comedy writer. And let's move on now and talk about the Cheltenham result last night. 2-1, we progressed. Um, 
I mean, I was a little bit worried when I saw the team that he'd put out. There was it was a little bit experimental, and I thought, you know, oh, we really need to be taking the league cup seriously. That's the noises we've heard. But actually, looked all right, and especially Ravel Morrison. I, I, you know, I actually I was really impressed that he did do something a little bit different. Mm. To be honest with you, I was worried that he was going to sort of just sort of stick with sort of you know the regular guard, and you know. I really want to see Ravel Morrison play this season. Mm. I really want to that if you know if we can finish you know eighth, ninth, whatever. But it'd be amazing if we could if that would be the thing we did in the mm. season. And I don't think there's any doubt within the game that he's a f- phenomenal player. Yeah. I just think he's watching him last you know just through bits and bobs last night that he looks like the real deal. And I think those are the games that you want to blood. And you know it's, it's a weird thing the League Cup, isn't it? You know I think it's. It would be great to have a run in it, yeah. but in, invariably we'll get to the semi-finals and get knocked out <laughs> by someone. So it's like, how much do you sort of waste you know, your bigger, better players or something yeah. like that? Um, I, there's so much pressure on his shoulders. Mm. Like Literally, he was, uh, like in the papers today, he was the only one really mentioning the match reports. Yeah. Like The pundits are mm. talking about him. Um you know, even You've Neil even McDonald, put him down on the running order twice. twice. I mean, he is the yeah. That's how important. But what could yeah. go wrong? There's so much pressure. <laughs> he's of sound mind, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but he seems to be. I, I'm going to start doing a Ravel Morrison tweet of the week <laughs> because it, I love his Twitter. And today's tweet from Ravel Morrison was: "You downgrade, I upgrade." Yeah. And there's that's... a little smiley face, laughing with uh, crying with laughter. <laughs> <laughs> I, he, I think he's brilliant on Twitter as well. I think you know he, he's he's almost you know a poor man's Mario Balotelli. <laughs> I, I have that all day. And you know what? I think at West Ham, if you can't be a character at West Ham, then yeah. where can you be? And I think it's it's a great great thing to have a young lad like. And it's you know it's, there's a couple of good you know sort of performances out there. And I, I think as I said before uh, on the podcast, it'd be nice to see these young players come through. Yeah. I, you know. Uh, little Danny Potts, uh, who I think will always be called that. <laughs> yeah, um, fact. I, you know, I really like, really like. I thought he was brilliant last year. Yeah. He was just, I loved, loved watching that kid play. And I did, I'd like to see those people come through. And I, I, you know, you sort of buy into that West Ham yeah. way, but you know, whether we're playing sort of this direct style, but I think the West Ham way to me is bringing through young players yeah. who can play a bit and, and hopefully having a sort of few of them break through to England too. Mm. Yeah, well, we should mention um, Leo Chambers actually, who played centre back last night. Yeah. Who uh, has had a bit of an injury and he's back now and he played last night and he, he sounds like a prospect. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, Tastes, um, yeah. And Tom Kins was him. captain as well, which is a nice kind yeah. of progression for him, even yep. though he's not getting the team at the moment. No. It's hard to, I think that's, yeah. you know, it's a really weird, you know, with Reed and, and Collins, Collins playing yeah, the way they are. Awesome, yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's a nice thing, that, you know, I was chatting to football fans when we were in Edinburgh and I think that's the thing at the moment. It's, it's the first time I remember going to the season and chatting to other fans. And being really happy of who you've brought, yeah, and also yeah. being really happy of your starting eleven, yeah, you know, and you know, I think it's it's a nice place. Then, like you say, James, it's you know, I'm not going to get too settled because I'm, I realise that you know, Ravel Morrison might well go on a shooting spree. Brace yourself. I'll enjoy it. Yeah, um, I just quickly touch on Vaste. Awesome goal for his free kick, as was Morrison's actually. But uh, Vaste scored that goal, and I just said, I noticed he turned around his celebration. He looked pretty angry. He was like, he's pointing to the bench going, like, saying, like, oh, I've made a statement, yeah, you'd like... And the rumours are that he's off. Yeah. Did, have, did you see the celebration? And Yeah, I don't... Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. He's, as we say, kind of, we always say, don't we, 50% excellent, 50% yeah, dog average. shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, yeah. I think he scored that one goal, but it's not really enough. He can... 
you know, and it's it happens all the time, doesn't it? When yeah, someone will yeah. score one to follow. And yeah. yes, I don't I think Big Sam would be a bit naive if he went, well, actually, we'll keep the first <laughs> now because, you know, he, yeah, that free kick was <laughs> enough to keep him. And, yeah, I don't know where else he'd go. But yeah, he was, mm. he'll always have a place in my heart because of yeah. uh, championships. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. But it's just, it, if I was him, I'd be like, look, I could just go to one of the other clubs, yeah. like a palace or, and, yeah. get, and be playing rather than be a bit, bit player. Mm. But he might be yeah. happy. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we're talking of Ricardo Vazte um, and possible transfers. We've got an expert on the phone from ironsviews.com. It's Liam Spencer. How you doing, Liam? Hi, guys. Yeah, very well. Thank you. Welcome to the show again. You made, uh, you made it sound a little bit like Ainsviews, like it's a German. Ainsviews? Ainsviews? For you, the source of West Ham gossip is over. Oh, from Deutschland. <laughs> Uh, it's ironsviews.com for that clarification. Essex, that Essex that's tone. Yeah, it's back. So, ironsviews, that's the one, yeah. So, Liam, uh, we were just talking a minute ago, Ricardo Vazte's celebration, he looked like he looked at the bench and he was pissed off. Um, do you think he's on his way? What did you make of that? Um, well, to be honest, yeah, it definitely looks like he's sort of saying, look what I can do, why are you trying to sell me? Sort of maybe thinking, look, I've done it in the championship, you've got to give me more of a chance mm. in the Prem, maybe something like that. But... Whether he's off, I think it will either be him or Maya who's going to go because mm. we can't we can't sell both of them because otherwise we're going to still sell ourselves short up front. But and personally, I think if we can, I think Sam might rather sell Maya because he loves sort of bringing up um, players who've sort of been thrown away. And Vazte was one of them. And he said last year, I think that it was his best ever signing. So you sort of think he'd be hesitant to try sort of just yeah, throw it out of the door, mate. Well, what about this talk about Carlton Cole coming back? Any truth? Uh, uh, any well uh, on my um, on my website, uh, ex West Ham employee has been saying that Carlton's really regretting the decision to leave, which I sort of thought he would at the time. Um, and if he he's willing to sign on a pay as uh, he play deal, then there might be a chance of it happening. But to be honest, I mean, if he signs, it, it, I think there are a lot of fans would be unhappy with that. I mean, it's meant to be sort of moving onwards and upwards, and that really wouldn't sort of suggest going forward while I, I love the man he's just not not the footballer we need anymore in my opinion yeah okay interesting and um we had a um incident today Roger Rojas uh, Rojas Royas could be anything Ramjet Ram 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 whatever yeah. um so Jack Sullivan has tweeted that he's failed his medical there what's the story well I mean it's going to be the most crazy window we've had yet to be honest with the whole Jack Sullivan mm. Jack Sullivan thing making it even sort of just more mad than he usually is I mean he he tweeted that he failed the medical, but then on Rojas's Twitter account, he said that it's a minor issue uh, and he'll be signing later this week. So, what's the truth? This is mad. So yeah, well, who who I, I'm I'm as clued in as you guys at the moment. I literally have no idea. It's it's I've sort of given up after a while because it's just name after name. Yeah. They are signing. They aren't signing. It's it's mental. Hmm. Well, it's odd, isn't it, that we've got to this stage and we still don't really have a forward to play with. Up top, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's an we're odd situation. I mean, I think Downing was a great. I think Downing will be a great yeah, signing, a great awesome. move. Uh, but it's just odd that we just haven't got a forward, really. Yeah. Well, it seems really naive by the board looking back at it. I mean, we we all wanted Carrot, and we all knew that had to be done, pretty much. But to then, so it's it's like we're telling the strikers when we're in the no- negotiations, there is no way you'll ever be first choice. You yeah. have to sit on the yeah. bench. That, that's what it sounds like. Because yeah. Carbozo um, is. Yeah, we, we, Sorry, Cardoza's just said. Yeah. Mm. Cardoza's just said that he's well, apparently he's going to Barcelona now, isn't he? Cardoza, who we've been after for the last 
whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that, so, yeah. that's the other one, isn't it, from um, Benfica. I know it, it, it's, it's weird. It's just, it seems really unprofessional how we've gone about the business this window. I mean, nothing against Jack or him, him as a person, but I really think the Twitter account has done more harm than good, to be honest. Yeah. It can't, yeah. It can't help with the negotiations. No, no, it probably can't. I quite, I quite find it quite entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I quite enjoy it. I, yeah, think in this I know mold, what you mean. Yeah. I just follow uh, Jack Sullivan and Ravel Morrison. Just yeah, the only two people <laughs> you follow. It's quite surreal. <laughs> My Twitter experience is quite surreal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun, wouldn't it? Just those two. Yeah. Um, so there's still a few days of the transfer window left. Um, Liam, do you think? Are you expecting any more business to be done? Um, well, uh, well, I mean, we still got to see with Rowhouse, but apart yeah. from that, personally, I've still got a hunch that. I'm I'm going to back our board to bring in a like a top end striker by the end of it. Because I mean, yeah. it was around a year, a year ago to this day, nothing was happening, and then in the last two days we brought in Carol and, and Ayun, which at the time was like everyone was delighted with those two to finish the summer. Mm. And um, one that I've still I've still got a hunch that we're going to get is Denver Bar. I can mm. I can see us getting him a deadline day loan something like that because um, another thing ex West Ham employee who writes on my blog has always said that there's been an interest there. And if we can do a deal at the end when he's not going to be too expensive, maybe not going to be in their 25-band squad, then that definitely could happen. Whenever mm. I've spoken to David Sullivan, the two players that he always said that he wanted back were Scott Parker, uh, and he was gutted to let him go because Scott Parker wanted to go, essentially, no matter however spun he wanted to go. Um, and Denver Bar, he was gutted mm. to let Denver Bar go. Yeah. And yeah, he really tried to give him a say. So, I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. Mm. That wouldn't if he came back. Mm. And I'd welcome yeah, him. I mean, it'd be great. Yeah, yeah, no, me too. There's, there's talk of Newcastle as well being interested today, so perhaps it could be sort of a two-horse race for the yeah. death to see. Um, well, I think with Cisse there, they, they, that would be a strong thing, though, isn't it? Because him and Cisse, Cisse, Cisse exactly. signed for Newcastle, yeah. and Bar was the reason he signed. Right. But he didn't like, he didn't like it, did he? Because Denver Bar got kind of moved off, moved out, didn't he? Yeah, yeah when Cisse was playing. I yeah, think I mean, it was a weird, it was a weird thing because if, if you, I think before they, they probably, they're both from Senegal, right? So. Yeah. They, they they play up front there and they seem to be accommodated. I think maybe the way that yeah. Newcastle play. But I remember when he he left, Cisse sort of came out saying that he was annoyed because he sort of saw it as a progression for Newcastle mm-hmm. that they'd be there together and Suzuko and whoever else was signing. Um, I mean, I'd love to see Bar come back. I uh, personally, I, don't, I I can't see it. I don't think it's gonna. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I think that thing that you said about Carroll's true. I think would he come when it's sort of out there that as soon as Andy Carroll's fit, Andy Carroll's playing. Uh, and it kind of, yeah. unless, and I, I think if we signed down in Jarvis, uh, Joe Cole, with Joe Cole there, he's, he's going to play one up front, mm. and I think that one looks like it's going to be Andy Carroll. So then Baba will come and sit on our bench. On that point, Liam, if yeah. we were to sign Bar, do you think there's any chance that him and Carroll could play together? Um, I'd, I'd, I'd love to say yes, but I really, I don't know. Allardyce seems fairly stubborn in that in that respect. Yeah. I mean, even when we, you saw in Newcastle, the bar could operate in a slightly different role, but now we brought in Dowding as well. We've got Morrison coming through. It, it will be difficult to sort of get him a first team place. Whether maybe if he kept coming on the bet off the bench and then scoring, whether I'd like to rethink it, I'm not sure. But at the end of the day, Carroll is his man. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's, it's just it's just it's just a hunch I've had from the beginning. Okay. Um, so, so, so to kind of uh, finally put your head on the block here. Make one transfer uh, window deadline predict- prediction. What if you had to prediction. make one? Okay, uh, one, one. Uh, Matt Matt Taylor will definitely leave the club. Okay. As, 
there's, there's, there's not 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 too exciting, I know, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I can't see. <laughs> Just go with a banker. Makes sense. <laughs> That's it. Awesome. Great. Thanks, Liam. Thanks so much for your time, and keep up the good work on Iron's views. Awesome. Cheers. Thanks. Thanks for having me on, guys. All um, I'll see you soon. Cheers, Liam. Cheers. Bye, mate. Bye. Liam Spencer of ironsviews.com. Thank you very much. Einsviews! Einsviews! <laughs> We're going to start up a German rival German to Einsviews. Einsviews. It's just one Eins. It's just one Eins. We just put one view a week. <laughs> a bit like Nazi Germany. <laughs> yes. Auf <laughs> view. <laughs> one view. Okay, so uh, apologies to all our German listeners. Okay, now we've got, we're going to have some a different flavour of transfer news. Back on the podcast... Uh, for the second series, he, he made a couple of appearances in the first series. It's Rob Curran, uh, namesake of the man who firebombed Andy Carroll's car. Or uh, am some... I the man oh, who possibly firebombed Andy Carroll's car? We never got to car. the bottom of it. Um, oh, actually, we did. I told quite a lot of people on Twitter that I was anyway. After um, that, appearance. what was the feedback on that? Nothing. <laughs> seem to accept it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so as a bit of background, Rob is a man who, who self-admittedly knows nothing about football, but for the, for the sake of the Knees at Mother Brown podcast, he's done some research on transfers. Uh, Rob, I'm just going to hand over to you and let you shoot. Well, yeah, I've, got, I've, I've basically got the, the lowdown on, on transfers because up until a couple of hours ago, I, I had no idea they existed. <laughs> I've never thought about it in my life before that people have to change teams. Um, yeah. And uh, so I've spent literally a few minutes right. uh, researching, <laughs> researching transfers. And some people that apparently it's quite common that people are transferred for weird objects and things like that. Okay, Go apparently on. is that true? In maybe lower league, you can get like a bunch of footballs. I think I've got some examples of lower <laughs> oh, league. Okay. <laughs> I can test your knowledge of a Norwegian third division. Great. Okay, follow Shoot. any of that? Yeah, um... I love it. <laughs> It's BT, BT, it's on BT, right? <laughs> there was a bloke called Kenneth, yeah. Kenneth Christensen in yeah. 2002. He was transferred from Vindijat to yeah. Floy right. for his own weight in fresh shrimp. Really? His own weight? Yeah, his own weight in fresh shrimp. They did a boxing style weigh in with yeah. the shrimp. Um, no reason for that given <laughs> on the website. <laughs> but that's, I don't know why. That's a, in Norway, that's a in lot Norway. of money. That's a, yeah. that's a lot of money. That's currency. That's like Gareth Bale money, that. Yeah, that's true. Shit loads of shrimp. Yeah, yeah, no reason given for it. Okay, um, fine. Similar, yeah. Ian Wright. What, Ian as Wright. in the Ian Wright? The Ian Wright. Right. When he was young, yeah. apparently, he was seriously considering being a plasterer instead of being a footballer. Right. So, mm-hmm. thinking of packing it in. Someone saw him, they transferred him from Greenwich Borough to Crystal Palace for a set of weights. Weights? Weights. Wow. That's it. Well, not the Terry weights. Was it <laughs> wasn't Terry in Beirut weights. at the time? Four Terry weights. <laughs> at the request of Ian Wright. Not for younger viewers, that joke. <laughs> <laughs> There's a cultural reference for you. The Cumbie Universe will love that. It's like a, Terry weights is like a modern day R-Pats. <laughs> uh, okay, what else you got? One more, Claudio Canigia. Do you know him? No, how are you spelling that? <laughs> I'm not spelling it anyway. Claudio Canigia. Yeah, Claudio Gower from um, <laughs> from Neighbours, who owns the <laughs> owns the complex. No, a reference for the kids. <laughs> no, Neighbours is still on. Mr. Uli is massive in it. <laughs> no, no, no one watches Neighbours <laughs> Plummeted. Um, he moved from Atalanta, apparently. Yeah. Is that a good club? 
Uh, I've heard of them, yeah, in Italy, yeah. Yeah, apparently he was having a stellar career, moved to Dundee for some reason. For no reason, no, just bizarre. Just just bizarre reason. The newspaper headline was Dun Time, Dun Coke, Dundee. Oh, <laughs> right, so obviously he'd... That could have been back of any. <laughs> it's probably an allusion yeah. to a reason there. And uh, then... West Ham, there's one West Ham one yeah. on this on this list, and that is Faubert, French. Faubert. 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 He made a faux pas with your. He made a faux pas. Uh, I made a faux pas. He made a faux pas by missing training on the first day yeah. at Real Madrid because uh, he thought he'd been given a day off, um, yeah. and then he was pictured asleep on the substitutes bench. Yeah, that's brilliant. Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my only uh, example earlier when we were chatting about this of a mental transfer that I could think of from West Ham to Real Madrid. There's Crazy. one more. Yeah, Brazil, Brazilian Socrates. Yeah, yeah. sixty-three caps. Yeah, which meant sixty-three plays. Yeah, for Brazil. <laughs> yeah, sixty. He's Brazil, yeah. which is good, right? Yeah. Brazil. He's one of the best ever. Yeah, yep. like Pele. Yeah, yep. uh, he moved to Garforth Town. Um, in when he West was Yorkshire. quite old, wasn't he? Though he was. This yeah, is he like, was quite old. It was two thousand. He was eighty-four. He was eighty-four. Yeah, he played for Gothorth Gothorth Town. Gothorth Town. And yeah. uh, said it was too cold. No uh, shit. And he had a, he got a headache. Excellent. Okay. Okay. So last time you came on the podcast, uh, feedback was mixed, mixed. to your uh, to your. Uh, I have a feeling it might be mixed again. <laughs> what do you say what to the you, what do you say to haters? What do you say to the people who said I don't I wasn't sure about that Rob Curran guy? The haters. The I hate. think I think uh, a yeah. they're probably right <laughs> on a football <laughs> podcast. It's probably not appropriate. B. Um, <laughs> Uh, it makes no impact on my life <laughs> at all. Um, it will do. So yeah, yeah it might. It, it might. Do. Do. When the effigies come, yeah. And what you, about you, the, they burn effigies of you. And what about the couple of people who said you were really good on it before? Same. 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 Indifference. <laughs> exactly the same. And how might someone pass on their feedback to Rob Curran? Rob. Curran Rob on at, Twitter. Twi- yeah. yeah. Just just inundate me with feedback. Anything. Yeah. Rage. Yeah. Anything. Insults. <laughs> I, I, and anything do you promise you like. that to reply to everyone? I will. I will do my best to reply to everyone, uh, and I'll definitely retweet the most vitriolic. Excellent. Uh, okay. So that's Curran Rob. C u r r a n r o b on Twitter. Uh, and he will deal with your feedback. Thank That's you it. For, Just treat uh, it like an open inbox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much for another excellent radio item. Thanks thank very you. much. Thanks a lot. Cheers, Rob. <laughs> excellent. Thanks, Rob. OK, so let's move on to the sports story of the week, which uh, this week is cricketers pissing, James. You yeah, I want to speak about this because uh, reading this article uh, uh, made me hark back to the glory days of Hayden Fox. And uh, there was a great Christmas party at, I believe it was Sugar Reef in Piccadilly Circus, where Hayden Fox pulled his trousers down and pissed up against a bar. And it just made me nostalgic for the good old days. (laughs) (laughs) At that same party, uh, a friend of mine who was a West Ham trainee was there and he said that Trevor Sinclair walked down the street after the party, walking over parked cars, like walked all over them on the bonnet, up onto the roof, back onto the bonnet, down the floor... All the way home. There's nothing like having good heroes. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that, do you know what? I, I kind of, I love stories like that. 
Oh, because yeah. didn't they cancel our Christmas party? They cancelled cancel Christmas after yeah. that, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. For a while. A lot of teams get told off, don't they? They, yeah. get, they get no more Christmas. I think Redknapp did it last year of QPR. It's like, no more, re- no more Christmas. And that worked for QPR. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, <laughs> they, they, they really blossomed after Christmas. I know, but more celebrities pissing. In fact, the best celebrity pissing story ever was that shot of Anthony Costa yeah. uh, from Blue. Pissing that was all Tim Piccadilly Circus pissing against the cash point. I was thinking that was like <laughs> his agent going, Come on, Eddie, there's no such thing as bad press. <laughs> that was a great story. <laughs> all right, quickly, let's do some uh, predictions for the Stoke game. Tom, thoughts? Uh, I'm gonna go 1 0. I think, um, yeah, I, I fancy a 1 0 win. Yeah, there for uh, there here for us. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be 1 0 <laughs> to West Ham. Uh, I also think it will be... No, I think 1-0 as well. I think it's yeah. going to be tight and probably a little bit grim. But I think we'll, we've will we got enough. Excellent. OK, I'm going to go for 3-0 West Ham. I think we're going to absolutely smash them. I think they're going to come and turn up and be lazy. I think we're going to rip them to shreds like Not we really like did. The idea of them being lazy. <laughs> yeah. Just really chilled out yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. Just turning up like yeah. in their pyjamas. Yeah. Like Robert Hoof at the back in a onesie. Like, oh, God, man, we need to try harder. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, just, I think we're going to give someone a hammer and looking forward to it. Um, so thanks very much, Tom, for joining us. Thank you. It's been uh, a pleasure. How can, viewers, how can listeners get in touch with you? Uh, I'm Big Tom D on, on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Just get in touch. Say it's what's up. a funny up. man. Get involved. Say what's up. As long yeah. as one. long as one. And you can follow me, CJ Skull, Skull the C on Twitter. You can also follow Graham, the mysterious editor of Knees Up Brother, Mother Brown, on K-U-M-B-D-O-T-C-O-M. So, Tom, thanks very much for joining us. Yeah, yeah, also, just quick, it's worth following Liam Spence, who's really good on there. He keeps mm. you up to date with all the West, all the West Ham stuff. Uh, he's really good. And also Andy Milligan, if you fancy a little bit of uh, Newcastle chat and other random nonsense. He's very funny, actually, isn't he? He's a very funny guy. He's quite sexy as well. <laughs> he's a sexy, yeah, bald perfect man. Perfect combo. He's like uh, Ross Kemp. Geordie <laughs> <laughs> Ross Kemp, oh. yeah. He wears now man's man. man. <laughs> um, so thanks very much for listening. Come on, you irons. Come on, Come you irons. irons.